This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Yerp! If you listen in the part two... Oh, that probably means you're coming back from part one. And let me just say, good to see you again. <laughs> Thanks for coming back. Hope you had a good time with part one. I hope you were itching and scratching and waiting and begging and and just foaming at the mouth waiting for part two to come out. Guess what, motherfucker? Guess what, motherfucker? Is right here. Uh, I swear too much. I want to. I want to. I want to clean out my uh, my. my my mouth's palate. I gotta clean out my vocabulary. Um, but I'm too busy thinking deep thoughts to even try to think about deeper words. <laughs> uh, I'm glad y'all are back. Uh, I hope you're not, you didn't click on this one first. Uh, or tap on this one if, 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 yeah, if you haven't listened to part one, listen to that one first. Just because, you know, it, it'll, it'll make it all make sense. Um, Without further ado, let's just get it fucking started. I'll, I'll see you guys at the outro. Uh, have a good time listening. Uh, let's go with Micah Bruce, baby! Not part two! Is that a... It's Needles. Is that a Needles basketball jersey? Yeah. Oh my god! I can't believe that even exists. Yeah, it's yours. Oh wow, where'd you get it from? No need, no need to ask that question. Okay, yeah, I'll talk. Okay, okay, I know what that means then. I love it. Holy <laughs> shit, that's so fucking funny. A needles basketball jersey. You literally told me about it, and like a week later, I found this, and I have li- oh, yeah. I, have, I have forgotten to tell you about it. Because uh, I because I was telling I you about it. the the tracksuits and stuff. Yeah, and their tracksuits are amazing, but they're nine like hundred dollars. Yeah, oh yeah, they're insane. I've never. Like it's one of the things that I like know is cool and good, but I can't fucking afford it. Uh, it's crazy how much I've I've dedicated my life to um, being energetic and uh, funny, and then I mean, just how often I fail. Insane, <laughs> <laughs> insane which, to commit. But which you know, which which baseball player hit every one of their you know at bats. Yeah, but that's no. that's another that's another thing that's like uh, there's there's skill and then there's chance of also getting in the MLB and then playing. We're fighting for our chance to play in the MLB of, of comedy. Doctors yeah. can't go. Last person died on the fucking table, but I do have to put this wrist together in the next three hours. Let's see if that one's okay. Yeah. Like doctors, I, doctors don't get the bomb. They get fired for malpractice. Yeah. And I if you think about it, comedians are just. Comedians are just as important as doctors. Yes, because we mend the soul. We, because laughter is the best medicine. Mm-hmm. Which is, I mean, there's been like at least 10 cancer patients who have died at my shows. I'm just going to say mean, that right now. I'll say this right now. I tried to laugh COVID off <laughs> and it did not work. <laughs> You're dying. <Laughter>. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. Laughter was in fact not the best medicine. 
dude, that'd be, how would you live with yourself? If, if <laughs> laughter was the best medicine and yeah. someone with COVID, like he came, like he's in an incubator suit, like he's like fully hazmat. And he's like, yeah. I came here. You're like, ah, 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 you're, like fucking, you're, like, you're like dancing so hard and they're giving you nothing. And I'm just like, buddy, you got to open up a little bit. It's your elf on the line. <laughs> yeah, what? where are you from? I keep asking you. <laughs> and what you are do you answering. do? Are, are you too fucking? <laughs> <laughs> or do you make money? Are you what, white under there? What is? <laughs> what nationality are you? <laughs> so I can make a joke about it. Do I feel at home with you or am I a little scared? Um <laughs> That's such a funny way to like, it's like, I'm not racist, but there's some people I feel a little bit more scared around. Is all I'm gonna say. I used to try to do like crowd work in the, in the character of a dumb guy, but I think that it didn't translate. It character. was a thing where it was like, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but it was like, like so below like functioning brain level where I literally would go, I would be like, what do you do for work job? And then people would did, it was so many layers of yeah. stupid that people, that people were just like electrician. <laughs> like they didn't get it <laughs> and you're just like oh yeah i was also like three years in a comedy and i was gonna say i mean all those jokes you do like at the beginning and you know it's funny i i say that and in the grand scheme of things I'm, I'm still in my beginning yeah um i mean all those jokes that are like oh this is like anti-comedy and i'm doing yeah it isn't fucking it funny how this isn't comedy yes yeah, fucking horseshit it's just like a cover I do it's it all a cover conversation. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, but it's just like a cover for like not being good at comedy yet. Like the people who did like real like anti-comedy shit, they got good at doing comedy first. Yeah. And then switched and didn't like, you know, start there. Yeah, see, I could never get good at comedy? No. No, I yeah, I've said that to you a lot. No. I do think I think I've settled into the fact that maybe in life I am just like a song and dance kind of man. And like when I do stand up, it's more about the fact that like I have free reign for like 12 to 15 minutes to like just be myself. Yeah. And you're like, I because I would always liken your comedy style to um, Michigan J. Frog. <laughs> I would say you're very much like Michigan J. Frog. Hello, my baby. Hello, my <laughs> a fucking top hat and a cane. See, I, that, I'm i glad that you said that because I think I'm a little bit closer to a crazy frog. Crazy, beep, you beep. know. Yeah, you are closer to crazy frog. How does the rest of that song go? I was going to go, beep, bop, 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 but that's Scatman. No, that's Scatman. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, crazy frog is one of those things where I've seen like a lot of alternative comedians make jokes about it on Twitter. And it was just one of those things where I was like, I don't really know this well enough, but I'm going to pretend that I understand your joke. Yeah. When, as soon as you said Michigan J frog, I was like, is, is that a play? Is that a play on Fox? Michael J. Fox? Who is this? Yeah. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. I realized it's just like an old guy, an old guy reference of mine. No, I mean, I fucking love Michael J frog. He was my favorite part of Looney Tunes. <laughs> and let me just say right now, I, is it Looney Tunes? I don't. Um, the only I know him as is like the mascot for the WB, the TV channel. Dude, I thought he he's also part of Looney Tunes, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll hey, and I'll fight to oh, the yeah, fucking no, death. Cause, no, because it was a cartoon where he somebody would like see him. It was a guy, like a guy, his owner would see him like singing and dancing, uh, and then he would try to show somebody else, and and they and then he would just like sit there and be a frog. 
So everyone thought the fucking guy was crazy. That was, mm-hmm. yeah, that was like an old Looney Tunes thing. That's funny. Uh, Mike, I want to get into the, uh, one of the, one of these few segments that I have in the show here. I love it. Can uh, I, before we get into the segment, if you're going to ask to pee, the answer is no, you had a chance. God fucking damn it. Go pee. I'll talk okay. while you're gone. Be cool. Quick. I'm going to bring the, I'm gonna, no, I'm going to bring the phone with me so like everyone can hear it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean people are about to get hard as a rock? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. They're going to hear me take a piss in my bathroom. So you know what? If this is part of, if they don't like this, I Dude, understand. I can't wait for these people to hear the piss flow. It's going to be strong as shit. And don't mute the, it. No, I won't. But here's the thing. I really do have a strong stream. Does it have anything to do with penis size? No, it has everything to do with pee hole size. <laughs> I have the smallest penis, but you could fit a fucking cucumber up there. Dude, um, I, I swear to God, this is like a thing that has... um not haunted me that's kind of a strong word yeah i guess but my first girlfriend nice congratulations um, thank you so much it was last week um (laughs) no but i was like whatever like 17 no she wasn't my first girlfriend but it was a girl i lost my virginity to i was like 17 wait congrats dude thank you so much that it was like i so i'm sorry it was last week she was 17 and i was 32 (laughs) (laughs) but i was like yeah i was like 17 and she was giving me a, a blowjob and she stopped and she stopped and went, you know, you have like a really big pee hole, right? And I, I, I tell you this, that I've thought about it with every single woman I've been with since I was 17. And it is a shame, a shame and a, and a, a darkness that I carry with me. There's, um, there's a power that women, uh, I feel like, don't realize that like their their words have um, when you're like when you're having sex or doing anything that has to like anything that's sexual. Yeah. Um. Uh. Uh. Before I met this girl and I was dating around, there's one girl I hooked up with, and while she was giving me head, she mid head looked up to looked up at me, stopped and said, "This is the perfect size penis." And yeah, and you're like, okay. I was like, the way that you said that, the timing of it did not seem like it was a compliment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like you were halfway through a blowjob, realized that maybe I'm going from soft, hard, soft, hard. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I'm kind of mushing it. And you went, this guy needs to hear this. Yeah, I was, I was making out with a woman once. Nice. Dude. And, and if we were I, in the studio, we would have high-fived at least oh, seven, abso- seven times. Oh, ab- absolutely. And I, my penis got hard while we were making out and she like uh, touched it felt it over the pants and she and then she and then she was like oh and like she made some comment about how it was like she's like i don't I, it's really difficult for me to like you know have sex with guys that have big dicks yes. and i was like sick and then we had sex and she like took it fine like really well like, <laughs> <laughs> like super she really was the good at taking it and I was oh, like, when oh, I, I guess, when I have sex I guess, with people with big dicks, I scream so loud. Then you're having yeah, sex, and, then, and she's looking at her phone. <laughs> it's like mm? she like locks her <laughs> lips, like, throws away the key. Are and I was like, a good oh. time. <laughs> and then after we had sex, she was like, "What are you thinking about?" I was like, "The thing that you said." <laughs> oh my god. Um, I so. Oh God, this is gonna be okay. This is gonna be the last thing I say about this girl. Okay. Um, but you love you love her and you want to marry her. 
I will say I do like her a lot. Yeah. Um, but she did. She went to Harvard. And university. Uh, I made that joke when you told me that. It's still so <laughs> in person. funny. It's still funny to me to be like university. i love when i have friends on the show and i have to talk as if you don't know 99 percent of the things that i'm gonna say but but not everyone that listens to your podcast is around when we have conversations exactly uh actually they are i have a lot i have a lavalier mic on my fucking phone (laughs) (laughs) well then then your listeners heard you really mad at someone the other day really mad and they, they heard me in borderline tears yeah. I said that to Lily. I was like, there was a moment where, I mean, I was like about to cry. And she was like, no, I could sense it. You know? Yeah. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about why. But like. No, but, but yeah. Because you were upset. But I feel like I would have made money if I recorded that. Um, would have been a good scene. Yeah, you have to harness that energy for your next audition. Hold on, I'm gonna cry on TikTok real quick. Yeah. Um, but what was I just gonna say? No, so she so she went there, and I feel like there's just like a certain kind of uh, 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 person who goes there. If you, uh, I mean, if you're not if you're not someone who worked really hard to go there, what you are is you're probably a hot, wealthy white boy uh, with a nice body and a prob- probably a, a, a a nice penis. And yeah. and this is the first time I've been with someone where there's been so much talk about what your sexual life was like before you two met. Yes, Which I guess because, is because an, you an adult because, thing because you were in a relationship for a while, and I was young. And young. like when you're yeah, young, yeah, yeah, when you're young and you're dating someone, you're not like I did have sex with this person. I had sex with this person, and it was like this. And my experiences were like this, which is how I know I like this. That's not how it is. Yeah. Um. But. but oh this... yeah, I, I've I've like had sex with women. Thank you. Yes. Who have like yes! had sex with? <laughs> who have like had sex with people I know, and they're like, oh. and they like tell me about it. They've like told me about it. But mostly I don't care to know. Like, not so much that, like, I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to know a woman that I've had sex with that had sex with other people. But I'm like, I don't need to know that about people and about, like, guys I know. And how do you act around those guys that you know? Oh, fine. I don't really, like, I have very little uh, hang-ups or about, I'm, I'm not a particularly jealous person. And I don't really have a lot of hang-ups. It, it, I feel like the only thing I would be like, okay, if you're having sex w- with me and someone I know, like concurrently, then I would probably, you know, have a, some more feelings. But if it's like, oh, if you had sex with someone I know, whatever, three months ago, the fuck do I care? Yeah. You also can't, you, I mean, you, well, you can't judge anybody on anything they did before they ever knew you existed. Yeah, exactly. Unless it was like, you know. Um, but I don't sexual, think I'd, I don't think I'd be able to handle uh, a, a girl who um, has like slept with a handful of my friends. Like, yeah, I, then, I then just, you should then you should not have sex with any comedians. Uh, no, I would actually. I I'd venture to say I've done a pretty good job not doing that at all. I um, did a bad job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my God. man Mike said I tell a joke and afterwards I come a lot. Come a lot. Come a lot, Let's go. Has anyone made that <laughs> okay. joke yet? <laughs> I don't think so. I liked it. She's Joe Ryden. Come a lot, Harris. Yeah. 
2069, maybe. <laughs> there it is. We fucking. Um, I mean, I didn't. I don't know why I said we. I just was here. <laughs> <laughs> but there was. Uh, um, I, I heard a lot about. I heard a lot about. Uh, you know what? 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 Her sexual life was like before she ever met me, and yeah. I and I uh, didn't have a lot to say because I was dating someone, and I wasn't like a. I wasn't a. Uh, whore before that and um and uh i like i never really i I never had a slut phase in college i just didn't do i didn't like people knowing my business i hated that i hate when people know my business uh and i also think i'm gonna fuck bad so i would hate for my business to be that i fuck bad yeah um i i had um yeah i think i kind of gave up on on that mostly Fucking because good. I, no i mean i never started that <laughs> i give up i guess i gave up on the idea of fucking good but i i just i've always kind of hooked up with people i kind of know yeah but for like not for not 100 because i had like a fucking ugh, really bad like tinder whatever dating app phase for yeah. like a a couple of years where I was like, I, this is like a legit, like where the thing where my roommates at the time were like, you seem to be going through something. <laughs> you're, you're going on so many dates that this seems to be like a thing you're going through. I love, I would love for that conversation to start with like a dap up, like, Hey man, uh, that, that, that is like <laughs> yeah. the 15th girl this week. Going. Yeah. 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 You have gone on dates literally. Like there was one point where it was like, Oh, I've been on, on dates with different people like whatever nine of the last 10 days or something and it was just like i didn't feel good i didn't feel happy obviously dude when i was when i was dating i had myself three months where i was alone after this breakup and let me tell you right now a covid breakup three months felt like a year it it felt like a whole year but did that give but did did that give you time like ample time to to yeah, process but, yeah because the relationship was uh dying long before that yeah um as, as a lot of relationships do yeah and i think that made it like if we were like i mean we were we were we were deeply in love but our i think our idea of love especially because it came from a place of being young i am older than her uh by a couple years but like by nine years by 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 <laughs> 97 years <laughs> yeah um all right she, she was 15 she was 15 i was 26 <laughs> <laughs> um but like our our idea of love i guess was like so much about like commitment and loyalty more than like even knowing what like actually loving someone is yeah that's a real fucking like because was it like your first big relationship like your yeah, I've had I yeah. had a I had a high school relationship that lasted like two and a half, maybe almost uh, three yeah, years. Yeah. But it was high school going into college. And yeah. in reality, that's not like that's not like that's a relationship you're learning how to like be with someone, you're learning how to like love someone. I love that girl. Um but I was also still operating from like this idea of like love is like a commitment more than anything. It's like loyalty, and I still think that. Uh, yeah. But, but I think it's since you're Italian too, you get you kind of get that idea. Yeah, but I think it's also like a um it's also like a not not a not a particularly naive thought. I think it's just a a a it's just a thing you haven't gone through yet. You know, yeah. now that you have a little bit more. 
but it's a thing where it's like you really it's just i do i remember my fuck it my first like big heartbreak i was like i was done like devastated yeah like couldn't couldn't handle it couldn't be a person and it was it was a it was a big thing it was like i think but the the big like lesson that i learned from it was like oh i like okay like i got through it yeah i'm like fine now yeah. every time i see any woman i cry but it's like <laughs> <laughs> i mean no, i can't like, talk to a woman without regretting anything i've ever done no i can't look a woman in the eye but that's just because of the misogyny <laughs> it's a different <laughs> it's a different thing about me uh no i did have that question lily and i talked about that the other day um because in reality at this point it's been like eight months since the breakup yeah um and i i mean i i personally feel like that's like more of enough more more than enough like the you know the first of all we're in a different world right now i feel like if like if you find someone great and it's fantastic and that person's great for you i don't care if you broke up with someone like the week before like yeah so i so that was a thing where it was like i used to have really really long gaps okay between between relationships where it was like you know, I broke up with some, like someone and I broke up and then I was single for probably like two years. And then I went through another relationship and then I was probably single for like three and a half years or four years after that, like mm. dating around fucking whatever. And then a couple years ago, it was quick, like broke up with someone a couple months later, I was dating someone else and then broke up with someone. And a couple months later I was dating someone else. And then I think it really doesn't like, it doesn't matter as long as you're not doing it in like a codependent like, like a rebound like, kind of way yeah or like a like a serial monogamous kind of thing where you're like it's not like the first person who gives you more than you know one day's worth of attention time. yeah exactly so i think it's like a thing where it's i think people kind of put too much pressure either way like is this too soon is it not soon enough? Is it, but it's like, I don't know. I think it's just a thing where, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm like really unbelievably charming and good looking, but it's never been like a, <laughs> a problem for me. Um, but, it's, but it's always like, it's always the thing where it's like, okay, I feel like I'm in a relationship now because I am whatever. I, because I'm open to it because they're open to it because everything has kind of lined up in this, you know, in a way. It's not, it, it, it always, you know. I mean, every relationship I've been in, except for the one I'm in, I'm currently in, have not worked. So what yeah. the fuck does anyone know? You know, but it's the thing where it's like, oh, nothing. I don't. I don't. None of my relationships ever seem too forced. Yes. And I think that's where where things go awry in a in a in a different way than most relationships go. You know, in in the, you know in the relationships go awry because people grow older and get up and grow apart and and things yeah. change but it, it, but in the thing where you're like oh we kind of just were like i need to be in a, those people are, are the people who are like i need to be in a relationship their relationships seem to be pretty constant but not they don't seem to be very healthy no uh and i think that's like literally the first thing i thought of as this like thing was budding like just making sure that the entire thing was, uh, you know, how am I approaching it? How's it, how's it even expanding? How's it becoming what it is? And just like over time I was like, no, like you're not like, 
you're not even texting this person if you're feeling like lonely or sad, which would be like a codependent thing. You're not saying like, let's hang out if, if uh, you have absolutely nothing to do. Like that's not, you're doing it like, you're figuring out like, when is she free? What is she up to? Uh, you know, make yourself free for that because that's, that's what dating is. And then like spend, like spend time once a week with this person. And over the yeah. three months it's become, okay, now we're going to see each other a couple more times a week. I like you. Yeah. I've definitely had some relationships that have been like, I started like, like I hooked up with someone and we're like, this is casual. And then all of a sudden we're seeing each other like five days a week. And I was like, like out of nowhere and i was like i guess you're my girlfriend now because i fucking seen you this often <laughs> um that is true and also because i haven't been dating like that um i didn't know when that threshold uh when where it is i was yeah. like there's so many things that we did that i was like oh i you know i guess adults just do that when you're dating i guess you do wake up and you uh eat $40 worth of croissants. At the- yeah, yeah. And then yeah, I heard I from that- other people like, I don't care if that person's giving me the best sex in my life. I'm not sitting in the park with them for three hours. What are you talking about? That girl likes you. <laughs> like, Yeah, 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 exactly. But I think it's good. I think, I mean, not to coach you in your relationship on, on no, the podcast. No, please do. I have, I, you're a guy, <laughs> so I'll accept yeah. what you're saying. Okay, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but it's the thing where it's like, so you know that you're not like i don't know you're you're cognizant of like i okay you are you know eight months is is a is a good amount of time in between you know from being out of a relationship but also it was a whatever four-year relationship and you do need you do need that little bit of a buffer i think if you if it was if you had broken up two months ago and all of a sudden you're like oh i'm hanging out with this girl all the time that'd be a giant red flag I think it would just be a thing where I'd be like, buddy, like the careful kind of thing. Yeah. But I think it's, I don't know. You seem to be like taking it slow and, and, and really like you're feeling like you're, you're letting yourself, it's nice because you're not like walling yourself off, but you're yeah. also not like you're my girlfriend, right? Like, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So it's, you're, you're letting it have a natural progression, which is, which is, I think the hallmark of the, of a, of a, a healthy mindset and a, and a, and a, you know, natural kind of comfortable relationship, which I think is, is the, you know, it's nice to have the kind of like crazy passionate things, but those always fl- like they, they flame out unless you're like some weird fucking like Antonio Banderas kind of like oh my lover God, yeah. guy. And you're, I mean, you're just fucking for the love of the game, not even but, for the yeah. woman or sex itself. No, you're fucking to not even to come. You ever Just, feel like you ever feel like you're fucking more for the uh, idea that you are fucking and not that you even want to finish? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like literally a lot of the times, like I've had sex so many times, like through eight total. Yeah, which is pretty good. Which is pretty good for <laughs> down my age. Eight, eight, eight times of sex, but I'll like, especially like in the morning, I'll like be having sex, and nice. and. They will, whatever, they'll fucking, uh, you know, arrive nice. at their destination. And then I'll just be like, I'm good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to come. I'm fine. If you had a good time, I had a good time. I can tell that this is going to be a long haul. 
So yeah. let's nip it in the bud now. Dude, there's there's been a couple of times where I've had to say like, hey, you know what? I know I'm young. I know I'm vivacious. I know I have an okay diet. It's not happening right now. I don't know it's what's like, going on. It's just not going to happen. It's not happening. There's this, okay, so before when you were talking about uh, not hooking up with people or not wanting people to know your business and not wanting to fuck bad. Yeah. I remember I was hooking up with someone who was a friend. Nice. And But no, this, this, the rest of the story is not going to be that good. Oh. But and just, I just so like, you know, after, after this story, I'm getting back into the uh, sections that I never did. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I didn't mean to hijack your podcast, but it is you a conversation. Didn't. But it is a conversation with me. <laughs> so it's gonna get hijacked a little bit um but i was looking up with this woman who is a, a friend of mine who still is um and i just truly like we i would go to her house all the time and i just truly could not get hard wow. a thousand like it, tried so many times and it was just a thing where it was like oh and she like told people and it was a little embarrassing to me but it was a thing where i was like oh i just wasn't like I was going there to like hook up with her because it was available to me. Yeah. You know, like she was, she was, I mean, I thought that I would, I thought that's what I wanted because yeah. I was like, she's like good looking and we're friends. And I don't know why this wouldn't work, but it was just like a full, like the vibe or whatever, like something didn't mesh. And it was just like, and I like, remember I was like, I don't know if maybe I have like a problem. And then, like, I hooked up with somebody else, like, the next week, and I was like, I don't think I've ever been harder in my life. So it was just, but it was just a thing where it was like, oh, it's truly, it was truly just like uh, my body being like, you are not, like, this is not, you guys are friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, I've had the opposite thing where it's been that I like, I just like the person so much that it literally isn't working. Yeah. It's all so crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm like, you know, you're so nervous and you're like, yeah, Oh, I want to like do well. I, like, yes. That happened with the girl I'm talking well. about. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's recent. But, yes. It happened the other day. Okay. But, you know, you prove yourself in other ways. You can probably lift a box over your head pretty well in front of her. Yes. And if you think I'm not looking for reasons to move shit around her, apartment, she'll yeah. wake up and be like, I put, I put the bookcase over there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even have to take the books off. I picked it up with the books on it. I loved it. You were asleep, so you can't confirm this, but I actually put more books on. Yeah. These books are really much heavier than a regular book, actually. Yeah. What are you reading? Infinite Jest? You got 10 copies of that? <laughs> yeah. I, what, I did go out and buy them, then I brought them back and I put them on the bookshelf. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. No. They were there. I'll go return them if you don't want them, but I've, no. I've read it, by the way. It's a big book and I'm smart. Yeah. Um, I, I read it this morning while you were asleep. <laughs> uh. Uh. I want to make sure we're going to, we're going to do a segment right now, Mike. Okay. Yes. The name it. of this segment right now is called say you're sorry. I want you to think of a moment in your life, Mike, where you did something, you said something, you think you might've hurt somebody's feelings. You think you might've made them feel bad. You never said sorry for it. It's okay. the best answer is usually the first thing that comes to your fucking head. Okay. So, as a lot of people know, I have never done COVID. anything wrong. <laughs> I am God's perfect man. <laughs> and, okay, but, because I'm trying to think, because I've done a lot of fucking bad shit. Like, not like bad, like, not like, you know, I still, I used to steal a not lot. Not like murder. Not like murder, but like close, I guess. Um, okay, I would like to say sorry to one of my, okay, to a couple of my former landlords. 
(laughs) (laughs) Because one of them, I decided we were going to move out early. But but the night before we moved out, my band had a show inside of the house. Nice. And we like really, we tried to move the couch from the kitchen, from the living room into the kitchen. But the hallway was really narrow and the couch got stuck. So then what we tried to do was just, we were like, what if we just push it up more? And we like pushed yeah. it up and then it got stuck above. And we just like fucked up the walls. And then we had oh. like a show. And then we had like, there was like broken glass on the floor and like all this shit. And then we moved out. We tried to clean it up a little bit, but didn't really do that well. You lost, you lost your security deposit? I've never gotten a security deposit back in my life. Nice. Never once. So I just, I just assume I'm not going to get it back. Oh, I, um, I, I fought for them. Never. I just go like, you know what? You're probably right. <laughs> you are right. I have done enough damage here. That's so funny. And then the next apartment I lived in, I moved in in April or April or May. Wait, I don't know. Well, where was that last house? Albany, New York. Okay. And I, then I moved around the corner. Smart move. Yeah. And we moved in in April. And then in September, we were like, what, what if we just don't pay rent anymore? What if we just stop paying rent? Yeah. And then and then we stopped paying rent. And then I just literally moved out one day in February. So from September to February, I did not pay rent. And then I just moved out, just left and didn't tell them. We didn't tell them. Oh, my God. And, and I will say this. Truly, nothing has ever happened to me because of it. Never once got a phone call. What? Nothing. It's one I- of the most like white male privilege moments of my entire life yeah dude i think it was just just because we lived in like shitty like student apartments so i think the, the landlord probably had like 40 people like 40 units that he was worrying about so yeah. just me being like all right fuck off he was just like yeah whatever it's easier than like going to court oh my god yeah dude that's uh the coolest thing i've ever heard <laughs> so sorry to those guys i guess I mean, sorry to them, but also what a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of came out on top. And I'm not really that sorry, but it's like, I guess, like. Yeah. How, yeah. Like, how much rent do you think you owe that man? Eh, I mean, me personally, so like probably like six months. Yeah, probably like. Three like, thousand? No, my rent was so cheap. I probably own like $1,500. Like my fuck? rent was like $300. Like, okay, when I moved to Albany, my first apartment, my bedroom was $200 a month. Shut the fuck up. My whole apartment was $840. It was a four-bedroom. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Like it's insane. I can't imagine. Like I didn't. I didn't have to work. I could have found that much money on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not a joke, you should write that down. That's it's not. That's I just yeah. Insane. That's insane to me that some people live for that amount of money. Yeah, I could have had, I mean, for like basically what I'm paying now, I could have had a four-bedroom apartment. It would have sucked shit, but I could have had a four-bedroom apartment. Oh, you would have made that place a home and you know it. Of course, dude. I would fucking rock rocked its shit. ass. Um, all right. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you were able to apologize to who you need to apologize for. That's um I hope I hope they I hope they never hear this, but I hope they do. <laughs> I hope that my former landlords from Albany, New York are fans of your are podcast. actually are fans of you and they're like listen he guy owes us money but what a funny motherfucker i'm just gonna but say he, that right now he can spin a damn yarn <laughs> <laughs> i'll give him that that's insane do you have any idea how often i've just wanted to like see what happens if i don't pay my rent yeah i think when new york landlords are like psychotic new york landlords are insane so like uh, like i guess this like landlord COVID yelled been, like, at me before i moved in why uh, because I was scheduling when I could drop stuff off to the girl who did live in this room uh, yeah. before I could send the landlord a Zelle payment because Zelle had a $500 limit. Yeah. Uh, and she was like, okay, so I'm canceling your uh, your agreement because, you know, sometimes people just don't agree. People just don't agree on things. Oh my and God. that's how it works. So I will not be renting you any room. I tried calling her three times that that day and then yeah. at 10 p.m i was out, i was eating a burger and i was out i got an email saying hey it, not renting you the room sorry i changed my mind fucking i called her immediately she finally answers i'm like what i move in two days what's going on yeah i'm like i sound i sound like just not even like stressed i'm so tired i'm like I'm moving two days. Yeah. What are you talking about not renting me room? I signed yeah. the papers. <laughs> what do you mean not renting? You start talking like her. <laughs> what you mean not rent room? <laughs> what do you, what I you got, mean? I disagree with you disagree. <laughs> I double disagree. I so double in fact, we agree. <laughs> and she goes, oh, I didn't even think of the double disagree. <laughs> yeah. oh, two negatives are a positive. Shit. She's like, and I did take math. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's like, you can't argue with my eighth grade education. You can't. Um, dude, I mean, some landlords are like super. I mean, they're just fucking stupid. And they ended up with money and they are doing okay at running it. You know? Yeah. Oh, dude, there's so many people that just like through brute force are successful. It's. It, I wish I was like that, but I care about being an artist, which is the biggest mistake I've ever made in my life. Yeah, man. Um, that being said, there's so many artists who are so bad and they succeed. It's insane. Yeah. It's truly the luck of the draw. Wish I could say names on here. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I will never make my show that. Don't worry. You can um, text me. 
I'll text you it right now and you can laugh. Yeah. Um, uh, the next segment on the show here, Mike, the next, God, I'm burning out. <laughs> the next, the, the, I should never work out before recording, I think. Usually. Oh, yeah, me neither. If I. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the other day when you guys, so it was you, Yudoy and Mamadou were like running. Yeah. And your hat fell off and I ran to get, and I ran and put your hat on to look like somebody stole it. I was out of breath for so long. <laughs> I like ah. ran, cause I ran really hard. Cause I was like, I want to get it before he like turns around. And then I did, but then it was like, still probably, I was, I was out of breath for a while. I mean, I don't know how fast you think you ran, but I made it to the other side, turned around. And the first thing I said was, look at my, get my hand. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, would have been a funny bit though. I could have pretended that I saw, I didn't see it. Yeah, you I have know. that. I think I, I know, know exactly what you were going for, but I do love the fact that your first impotence was to fucking, it's like his hat fell off. <laughs> like, get up and you have to run to go grab it. I have to go run and get it because it'd be funny if he thinks someone stole his hat. Oh God. Um, I mean, I wasn't feeling very much like working out that day either, but if, if I'm around active people, I feel like I got to do it. Uh, I was also feeling not sexy that day for many reasons. So I felt yeah. like I had to be physical. Is it because of your face and body? It's because of my face, body, how I look, sound, talk, act, and fuck. Yeah, that's probably, that's not going to help you out. It's probably about all three of those things. Also, I can't count. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this next segment, I want you to think about um, uh, a time in your life, uh, Mike, where you had like it a big situation kind of happened to you. You walked away with a lesson. You know, there's a lesson to have been learned. Um, you give advice to other people following that lesson that you learned, uh, but it's still not ingrained in your head. You know, oh, like for example, I tell people all the time uh, to fucking like, ah, oh, man, just go for it. Love yourself. I don't do it ever. No, never. I have told so many of my friends who were like, I think maybe just because we've been talking about relationship stuff, yeah. but it's just like, like talking about how they have to be in relationships with like people who respect them or like treat them well. Oh and yeah. How and how many of my relationships were with women who like actively seem to dislike me. Yeah. Like while we're dating. Oh, what a thing, man. What yeah. Thing. And I'm like, and literally I'm like, you gotta be like, I'll just tell my friends like, why are you like, you got to tell them, why are you talking to me this way? Like, why are you letting them talk to you this way? And then I'll get home and my girlfriend is like, you're fucking stupid. And I'm like, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You yeah, are. I, I am. actually am, I guess. Who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you just turned into the bowling guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ellie? that's like a, that's a, that was like a huge thing that I had to learn. Like you, you have to just be in relationships. Like, with people who fucking respect you. People who respect you. I think I think that was like yeah, that's that's a lesson I'm still learning and I'm telling it like to myself. And like as it happens, I don't have very many friends who tell me uh their their like relationship stories because I most of the people who are acquaintances, I mean, you just kind of fuck around for like an hour and then whatever. Yeah. Like I dude, I consider Yodoye to be one of my best friends. I don't know a single thing about his dating life. <laughs> yeah. I know not a single fucking thing about it. Um, like there, you know, there's just people like that. But um, I know for a fact I would try to give that advice to someone that you just said as soon as they asked me, like for 
any yeah. kind of relationship advice. And then I would let my girlfriend walk on my back in stiletto heels. Oh, dude, yeah. How many times I've I've told people that they like can't keep going back and like you know hanging out with people who seemingly don't want a relationship with them or anything like that and then yeah. like i do the same thing or yeah. even i will do that or i will act that way to other people and know yeah. i'm doing it and be like i have to stop doing this and then i'll keep doing it so i guess i should apologize to those people too i guess i should say yeah. i'm sorry to them too but like but you should also be nice to yourself of like the time where i mean you didn't know you didn't want that. You were unsure of it, you know? Yeah. But, shit, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's This is such a funny... It's funny that this is a question I've chosen to ask people since day one of this podcast because every time it comes up, I'm like, yeah, I got no right to talk about that either. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm so fucking... Like, I am... How many times I tell people to, like, not be so hard on themselves and then oh like God. dude like the amount of i was like in bed with a woman once nice and she, yeah and we had had sex and she was like you are really mean to yourself <laughs> like the way i was like talking about myself after we had had sex really? and she was like you are really not nice to yourself and i was it wasn't even like she wasn't even like it wasn't her like talk she was just like she was realizing it because we didn't really know each other that well, obviously. If I had sex with her, I don't really know her that well. Uh, I'm not going to have sex with someone I know well. I respect them too much. Yeah. Um, for what we're about to do to each other? No. Dude, I, I don't. Uh, I, I know we mentioned earlier, but I don't get people who are able to actually like have sex with their friends and then just kind of hang out with them. Oh, you mean me? Yeah, I mean you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like, yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's just not a thing that I can do. Yeah, I think it's a. I think it is a. Um, I I don't want to make this sound like a, a judgy thing, but I've just had sex with enough people where I realize it doesn't matter. Yeah, and I just am like, yeah, oh yeah, like there's people I've had sex with, nice. and I'm like, oh, I'm having sex with my friend right now. <laughs> like you like yeah. realize while you're having sex with them, you're like, oh, we're just like, yeah, we probably won't ever do this again. That's so crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. But can like you just can you describe one of these encounters for me? <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, anything you want. For you? For me. For you. Um but yeah, like sometimes I do that voice and I think it's funny, and then I actually like now that I have so this new microphone, uh I have the headphones plugged in right into it, and to hear my voice sound exactly how it actually sounds <laughs> yeah. said right into me, I'm like, oh, that just sounds creepy. Yeah. yeah. Can, Dude, you, like the, can you explain that one time? <laughs> like when you hear like the first time you hear yourself do stand up. Oh my God. I was like, Every oh, time I'm... I listen to a, a, a tape, it actually ruins me a little bit. I'm like, this can't be what I sound like. Cause in my head, I'm like, I got like a deep, sexy voice. And then I hear myself on recordings and I'm like, I have thoughts on dating in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever, did you ever hear the thing where you, the way you actually sound is when you put your uh, hands in front of your ears, like on your cheekbones? Cause what you actually hear uh, all the time is the echo of your own voice. Yeah. Is like rattling inside your head. Yeah. Dude. What? Can God rushed this whole thing. Really fucked up. Seven days, you fucking piece of shit. Buddy, come on. Or was it eight? 
Either way, he rested for fucking one of them. Yeah, no days off. Hashtag rise and grind, God. <laughs> Dude, he made all of creation in seven days. If I even tried to build a Lego set in 10 days, you think I'm resting for one of them? I'm going to get mm-hmm. that shit done. Yeah, that movie, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, is about God making Adam. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello, is this the, huh? <laughs> yeah. uh, Mike, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to close this out with, uh, with the let's, final segment. Let's which, fucking go, baby. Which is uh, questions. We got some questions. Oh, we got some cues. Yes, 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 yes. I love, dude. You, I, fucking uh, really, I, dude. Love, I, I love when there's some cues. Okay, here's, here's one that we got. Yeah. This is for you, obviously. Yeah. If you, if you had to choose, this is, this is one of each of these things. If you had to choose the personality of a person, the comedic ability of another person, and the looks of another, who would you choose? And my, okay. my spin in the question is, why are all three of those me? Okay, so definitely not you. <laughs> <laughs> At least give me the looks for the love of God. Okay, so, dude, no, but I did compliment. I was complimenting your thighs a lot the other day. You were, and thank you so much. They really looked great. Thank you. I, it's fun to it's fun to compliment your boys on their body. I I I will say I don't I I will never forgive society for making us think that men being vulnerable is quote unquote gay. I'll never yeah. forgive them for that. I it's a thing where I've like. I mean, it's just in general, I, I didn't really enjoy to be a vulnerable person. I didn't like opening up emotionally. And no, I'm like, you it's and me weird. are softies. Well, yeah, for sure. But I like him, like, I put up like a, I used to put up like a really hard front. But now I'm like, it's really fun to like tell you, like, you, you, literally up until like last year, if one of my friends was like, I love you, I'd be like, don't fucking say that say out loud. Yeah. Don't fucking say it. Yeah. So, okay. So it's the personality of one, the, Comedic, comedic ability. ability and the looks of another. And they don't all have to be comedians. No. Okay. So the looks. But it'd be cool if the um, either one of these was me. Yeah. So it's definitely not. Neither. None of them are going to be you. You're literally sure. hurting my feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, you got you to you take this up with the person who asked the question. Because <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Because they designed it to hurt your feelings. Um, let's see. I think looks. Oh God, there's a couple guys that I see and I'm just. No, it's not Joey. It's probably going to be, I mean, it's not, I don't think I look like him, but I think we have enough similar features where if it was just like, oh, if I just kind of looked like this. I Joe love Paul, that you're going for someone you think you look like. No, I don't think already. I look like him, but I think like Jake Gyllenhaal is like a white guy who has like a similar shaped head mm-hmm. and like facial hair and hair. And like, I don't think we look like each other in the face. But if someone was like, you kind of look like Jake Gyllenhaal, I'd be like, thank you. I really appreciate that. Yeah. So him, like his, like, because even him, like, not shredded for a movie is in, like, really good shape and, like, looks yeah. great. Clothes fit him really well. Um, yeah. So probably Jake Gyllenhaal. It looked like him. The comedic ability, That's I mean... a great answer, though. Yeah, he's a fucking hot. He's a fucking hot guy. I've seen him in a play, and let me tell you right now, he's just as hot in person. Yeah, I've seen insane. him in two sh- I've seen him in two shows. The hot... The, so, like, I have, like, literally, like, pictures of men that I think are good-looking on my phone to, like, bring to the barber and shit. And it's literally like Jake Gyllenhaal on Howard Stern. So it's not even him like in a movie. It's like him like chill. Just how he naturally looks. Yeah. And he has like longer hair. It's like after Southpaw. So obviously he was in like unbelievable shape for Southpaw. Oh my God. Like crazy. So, and then comedically, I mean, how can, 
I really can't say anybody other than Bill Burr. I dude, it's insane. Or Patrice, like the two, like which is so funny because I'm not close to either of them stylistically. Stylistically, no, but I you have the energy of Bill Burr. I really, dude, I had to fucking. I introduced him once at a show, and I almost fucking shit myself. Where? At the Fat Black Pussycat. I was hosting, and it was, like, insane. Oh, my God. It makes it sound like I'm past the seller. I'm not. I was hosting for someone else. <laughs> yeah. Who are you hosting? You, you used to host for, a couple times for... Yeah, for, for Bobby Kelly. Nice. Yeah. It was, like, when I was doing work on his podcast, but I just didn't want to do that anymore, so... Why? Oh, the um, podcast work, not the open. I did no, I would love to open for him, but if you don't work on the podcast, it's not he's not really gonna let you open for him. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Uh and then personality. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Because I mean I'd be kinda I, cool if you said Joey. It would definitely not be Joey. That's the least of no. The, the fact that I keep three. putting myself out there, and every time you say no, it hurts a little bit more and more. Yeah, and more. yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the thing where you can, you know it's the law of diminishing returns. There's no way I'm gonna <laughs> say Joey, and you keep being like you gotta say. You could pay hey, if you'd rather Joseph go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say that either, unless it's the guy who, uh, <sighs> unless who, unless you're the guy who is married to the Virgin Mary. Yeah. That that Joseph. <laughs> um. But personality, fuck, I don't know. I because I've been really like obsessing over the idea of like because it's I don't see myself this way at all. Guys that I yeah. think are like reserved and okay. like and not soft spoken, but that like don't talk a lot, like kind of choose their words carefully. Like I'm always like really just like jealous of those guys. Like I wish that I didn't have to like to have something to fucking say all the time. And I could just kind of like sit back and, and chill. So probably, I mean, this is going to be the most Italian answer in the world, but probably like Frank Sinatra or something like that. Oh, like yeah. a guy who, cause he doesn't need to prove anything, you know? Yeah. And you can tell at, at a table, he probably like just, he sometimes probably didn't even talk if he was spoken to. Yeah. Yeah. He'll just be like, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So that kind of like that energy is like, I That's that what too. I'm really, yeah, I'm really jealous of that. Like I, the, the, not the constant need for approval that I feel like I have. Yeah. I actually, I did just tell this girl the other day, uh, that I told her about a curse that I have, uh, with all my friends and anyone who like meets me if we're meeting each other while we're out. And that's that, um, if I'm quiet for a moment when I'm out, everyone thinks I want to kill myself. Okay. So do you, do you feel, um, so I feel like when, when you're introduced to, to new people, so like, say I'm introducing you or, or Lily's introducing you, anyway, like a, a friend of yours and they'll like, they're like, this is Joey. Joey is so fun. Does yeah. that like, do you, does that like weigh on you a little bit? I do need to live up to it. I feel like yeah. Here's the thing. I've wondered if I'm going to feel like that when I have a, a little bit more success because right now it feels like my calling card is the fact that I'm a very fun person. Yeah. You know, like that's my currency in life is that I am very fun. Yeah. And that's uh, the kind of the, you're, the, you're like the fucking, 
the the perception that you that people have of you but also that you have of yourself is that you're like kind of like the fucking party starter yeah a little bit so, but i think that's also from people who aren't who that's might be a thing from people who are more acquaintances of yours it definitely is people who are my friends know that i'm fucking tired that i'm overall yeah. just tired you because guys because i park yesterday and the first thing that lily said even before we talked about anything else was that my eyes looked sunken in yeah because i i mean like i've hung out with you enough times to know that you are like most people a multifaceted person <laughs> and you have you know you're not just you're not just 11 p.m on a saturday night joey yeah you're you have you know you you fucking read books and and watch plays and and like music and yeah jack guys off at your at equinox or whatever (laughs) it's been hard with the steam room closed it's really difficult but yeah but it's yeah i think that is the thing that is the the there's the expectation that you have of yourself and then the expectation that other people have of you and then both of those things like can fucking weigh on a person like even a thing where it's like i have a group of friends like from like before i started comedy and stuff that i'm still friends with and we'll be out, and one of my friends will always be like, "Oh, Mike, he's like the funny guy," and it's like, and every I mean, time you're like, "Oh, just say yeah. my name." When we were like twenty three or like eighteen, I was happy to try to be like, <laughs> like try to fucking like get a laugh. And now I'm like, I just want to fucking sit and like, I want to sit and like go to a restaurant and like talk. And that's, like, if if yeah. it happens to be funny, great, because that's naturally how I speak. But I don't need to be like fucking like you know fucking shucking and jiving dude for for people's attention i don't even think that the idea of like sitting down and loving a conversation came with age i initially thought that and i realized no it came with getting a little bit more comfortable with myself i I just want to talk to someone i think that's huge i think that is really i think it's a thing where a little bit in 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 quarantine i have had to deal with that just like how do i feel how do i feel with how do i feel about me and how do i feel with me because now i'm really with me i don't because you know before this we were all running ourselves into the ground i'd wake up i'd go to work and i'd immediately leave work and go to a a mic or go to a show and go or go get dinner with people before a show and then go hang out at this and blah 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 and then i'd get home and so it was like i didn't even i i didn't even have time I didn't spend time making my room nice because I wasn't in it enough for it to matter if it was nice. I would come in, drop my bag, pass out in bed, wake up, go to work and fucking repeat the cycle. But now I'm like, okay, do I like, do I like hanging out with who I think I am? You know, like what is, what do I think the idea of Mike is, but then what, who am I actually? And what is the thing? What is like the persona that I was putting on? Is there anything you learned about yourself in quarantine where you're like, this is actually who I truly am? Like, I loved that I love an aimless walk. I always love them, but like an aimless walk where there's a book in my bag or like some food, I'll like sit down somewhere and I'll just enjoy it and like letting time pass and like sitting in the sun. I I I love not talking. Yeah, I love, I love... So I've really started to... So before when we were talking about movies, I didn't even give myself time to watch movies. Unless I was like going to the movies with friends as like an activity, oh. you know, but now, but now I'll like, I've been like fucking plowing through movies cause I have time to watch them and I really enjoy watching them. And I really enjoy watching like one movie that could be described as boring, like almost nothing happens in the movies, but I really <laughs> like that. 
And I just like, oh, I don't, I thought I needed constant interaction. And I thought I needed constant motion. I had to be this perpetual motion machine and I could never slow down or I wasn't working hard enough. And I think that I am my best self when I give myself time to relax and I give myself time to recharge and I give myself time to live a life that is worth commenting on. Yeah. That's why you get comedians who do jokes about doing comedy. Because they have and nothing else going on. Because they have nothing. And I was like that. I mean, I, I wasn't doing comedy about comedy, but I had nothing for, not had nothing, but I didn't do anything except focus on, on comedy for years. And, I, and it's like, this was a, it was a little bit of a relief to not, you know, I don't think it was a relief that fucking whatever, two, fucking 200,000 people died. Yeah. But I, it was a relief to, be, to have the permission to, to stop and to have the permission to like just relax and, and, and learn what I really like and what makes me, what like really, like what makes my brain fucking fire. Yeah. And that kind of shit, like that is really, uh, it was an interesting thing to learn and it was a nice thing to, to learn. And it was, I feel like even, I feel like a much calmer and, and more, not more complete person. Cause I think I don't, I don't think anything really has changed, but I feel more, I feel calmer and I feel more, I feel more content with, with who I am. And it makes so, and then that makes me more confident in who I am as a person. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm fine. I think I'm reaching that slowly. I'm noticing that even as I like date date someone new, I'm just like you're already sitting at the table as someone different. Yes. Um, but but I no one can argue that whoever this different person is is not any more you than you've ever been. Yeah. Yeah, you just, you know, everyone fucking, you know, grows and changes and 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 becomes different and it's and it's nice to be able to do it and not be like and not have to like you know spend every second being like what am i not progressing am i not blah blah like and just letting it happen that's all i ever thought about in my last relationship and i'll say that was like a part of the downfall is like every every argument was like we're not growing we're not we're not like we're not getting better yeah everything was a getting better thing for me or like changing were you different than the day before and it's not, and you, yeah, it takes a long time to realize that it's not, life is not like playing a video game or whatever, you know, like, it's not like, there's not like, like clear objectives that need yeah. to be reached in a certain time period. It's just, it's more of a thing where it's like, you're doing, you're doing your same fucking, whatever, you're doing your bullshit every day. You wake up and you have to fucking jump on the, uh, jump on the wheel and, and, and spin it. And then you get to kind of look, you get to like over a period of time, you get to look you know, kind of uh, uh, zoom out and, and see the progress as a whole instead of like tiny increments. And I think that is a, a much healthier way to look at it because I used to look at it in like, what am I doing today that I wasn't doing yesterday? Yeah. But it's like insane. Like, what do you... who are we stressing ourselves out for, Mike? Exactly. For me, it, I, I know why it's because of the idea of time and the fact that I'm always losing it. And I feel like yeah. I could have done more yesterday than I did today and that's always going to chase me no matter what so i mean the hands of time will crush us all eventually yeah so it's like that's the thing where it's like oh yeah i had to like i had all these things where i'm like 
I thought that I, I don't know why I thought this, but I thought I wasn't going to live past whatever, 27, 28. I had I that thought too when I was younger. And I was like, I didn't plan. And then I got to 28 and I was like, no, 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 I, I haven't done anything. Like, yeah, I haven't fucking done a thing. So I just think it's, a, it's, I don't know, like having, like worrying about these like kind of milestones that we put on ourselves is a, is a, is a losing battle. Well, now I know if I succeeded at wanting what I wanted done by this age, I would have fucked it all up probably. Yeah. I if think I, so. if I, if, if I was, if I were to succeed in doing what I wanted done by 25, I would be a different person, but being the man that I am right now, if I was 25 and succeeded at, at what I wanted, I would have fucked the whole thing up. Yeah. I mean, how many people get, you know, there's very, for every fucking Timothy Chalamet, there's yeah. 25 people who had one role and then fucked it all up. Yeah. And that, I was one of them. And you were one of them. They cut, they, my scene is on the cutting room floor, but they've already talked about never putting me in another thing. You played the peach in Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> <laughs> I was the beautiful boy in Beautiful Boy. <laughs> beautiful Boy. It's weird. They kind of cut around the whole beautiful boy thing, but you yeah, get the name. My cut was just Steve Carell. <laughs> there, he wasn't <laughs> chasing anyone. <laughs> there was actually no plot, really. It was just yeah. him walking around going, oh, A beautiful be, boy. Beautiful boy. <laughs> uh, Mike, I'm going to end it on that, man. We, um, You know what's so funny? I like recently I've been trying to get the episodes to be like 45 minutes to an hour. This was probably so incredibly long. This was an hour and like 40 minutes. I've been, yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're, you're one of the only people I would forgive in letting this happen because, Thank you. um, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a comedy podcast, but you are, a, you're a very smart and introspective man, Mike. I'm, so I think truly one of my, worst qualities is how much i can look inward because it's only ever made me feel worse uh i've said i've said to uh my friends i wish i was uh i'm stupid but i wish i was like fucking dumb because then i think i would enjoy life just a little bit more yeah i think you kind of put the stupid thing on yourself a little bit because i think we all know that you're like if you were really stupid you wouldn't be able to do any of the things that you do but, yeah, I, I'm just but not. The, the, I'm just not the smart that I wish I was yet. Yeah, but and I'm also not this, 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 uh, the girl I'm seeing, her father. I, I don't want to. I don't want to keep talking about her family, but like her father uh, made his living. He composes classical music. Like he composes yeah. music. Orchestra. Of course, play. I, I want to. I want to fucking read all the books I buy. I want yeah. to. I want to be able to to watch a movie once and be able to fucking like dissect all the the meaning behind it. But I don't know. Just not I'm just there. not. Yeah, yeah, but it's fun. But I, but I think to be dumb and to not have to like really not look inward, yeah. ever is truly the goal. Yeah. <laughs> I wish, I wish I could be a fucking idiot. I wish, I, I wish I could amass knowledge and and not have it always affect my ego and psyche. Yeah, like yeah. like she like she said her dad. No matter how much success, uh, he has like. And I and I I associate success with smart. Like I'm like you're smart at something. Uh, you you did it. Um, but he's like, probably not the most famous person at that. Yeah, but he. I mean, what he does is like apparently he just like reads so many books that are like even like out of his like wheelhouse and like what he does. And she'll be like, because uh, he's also a refugee. Um, 
that she's like, I think he just didn't have like a certain kind of schooling where he thinks like no matter what in comparison. Oh, I absolutely, I've, I've, I mean, because I didn't fucking graduate high school. So I always feel no matter what, I always feel You're so bad. much smarter than people I know who went and, to my and, very and good high school. Yeah. And that's the thing where it's like, I didn't, I, you know, I have an 11th grade education. So I'll always feel less than, than yeah. people who went to college who are dumber than me. College was a huge waste of time. So you did okay. Thank you so much. That's all. I've been doing comedy and, and making friends and, and being around for years and years just so I could eventually have you tell me that on a podcast. I'm so grateful to finally fulfill this because you, you made a lot of little NYU friends probably yeah, God. over the course of time. Yeah. Never have I hated the presence of a place more. Dude, it's insane. Because there really is. And I, and I hate, there's been good people I've met who've gone there, but overall it has been a terrible time meeting anyone who goes to that school. My dad used to work there, so I couldn't really? went there for free. But yeah, I was, he quit when I whatever quit when I was like four, so it really didn't matter. But I'm always in a, a little bit like if you would have stayed just for 14 more years, maybe I would have graduated high school and went to NYU for free, and I could have been a fucking unfunny comedy writer instead. Yeah, I could have been a comedy writer who can't tell a joke to save their lives. Yeah, I hope I hope uh, anyone who just heard what I just said uh, doesn't think I truly 100% hate that place. I do kind of wish I went there a little bit instead of the school yeah, of I chose. Yeah, of course. Because uh, we're, we're all, I'll I'll never be happy with my choice. One no. of the things that did make me comfortable is I asked this girl about Harvard once, and she was like, "God, everything like I hated a lot of it." Yeah, you know, and, and you're like, just, great. You're yeah, great. And the sad the myself. sad thing is in my head, I was like, "Awesome." <laughs> 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 and when you say that, you mean Harvard University? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. 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 What a what a what a perfect callback to yeah. finish it off on. We did talk for six more minutes after it. Yes, of course. Why why would I let it end? Okay. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, Mike, look me in the eye. I yes. love you. I love you too. Um, that was the Italian kiss of death. We're both gonna vomit We're both in our gonna sleep. Fucking die. <laughs> We're gonna die tonight. Uh, I already know that I'm going to have you back at some point because there's even more that like I wanted to talk to you about. And we just, yeah. we, I mean, we go on, we go on tangents, man. Literally whenever. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, get good sleep. I'm about to take a shower and fucking pass out. Yeah. Go, go do that. Jack I'll off. talk to you soon. All right. I love you, yeah. man. <laughs> I love you too. Bye. Bye. This is right where it stops, my friends. We have made it to the end of the epic two-parter with Mike Abruzzi. I hope you guys had a fantastic time. Not funny, that's the only way I could say his fucking name. It's like the only way it comes out naturally. Uh, I hope you guys had a fantastic time, man. I think it was fun. It was fun as hell. I had a great time doing it. God damn it. Mike's, uh, Mike's just a sweet, funny... Fucking all around great guy, and you could tell uh, that you you can't just end the conversation with him. You can't just turn the topic. You gotta let him think it through. You gotta ask your follow up question. You gotta keep going. Uh, I, I I think it made for a very great episode, and I'm glad you guys uh, stuck around to hear it. Uh, you guys are fantastic for doing that. We got some great people coming up soon. 
uh, on this show, as well as me showing up on some other people's podcasts. I'm going to shout him out. Uh, I'm going to shout him out uh, on uh, the following intros uh, whenever they come out. And uh, you guys can uh, find those as well. Love to support other people following their fucking dreams, you know? Uh, see you guys again soon. Let's keep fucking going. Let's truck it along. Uh, I want you guys to check out uh, when you have time. Because right now you did just dedicate another hour to me. And you know what? I'm not going to ask for anything more. I want you guys to call your mommy, call your daddy. Okay? I want you guys to text your brother, your sister, see if they're okay. Um, I'm starting a Patreon. I'm going to start putting up all of the uh, videos from the previous episodes on there. I'm uh, going to figure out how the hell to do that. And I'm going to start releasing episodes earlier on there with the video. So uh, if you guys want to be a part of that and help support me in uh, in a, you know, more financial way, <laughs> uh, check out that Patreon. I'm going to do more stuff on there. I'm going to be launching a solo podcast called I Also Don't Know, which will be coming out soon, and that'll uh, have exclusive releases on there uh, a week earlier as well, or several days, because um, that's going to be a weekly show. And uh, and be on the lookout for Mike is actually uh, the influence and the inspiration for it. Be on the lookout for my own newsletter coming out soon. I'll definitely shout it out in, the, uh, in a follow-up intro. Um, I'll see you guys soon. I love you. Besos. Bye. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.